With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And welcome back, Hawkeye fans, for another edition of the Hawkeye Nation Prospect Podcast. Um, got this rolling again. We had a little bit of a break there between the Deuce Hogan in September and the Michael Loyce uh, last week or the week before. But uh, happy to be joined in this episode by Deontay Vines, a wide receiver from uh, the East Coast, uh, Connecticut, Taft High School. How you doing today, Deontay? Doing really good. Thank you for having me on the show. Yeah, I appreciate you joining us and uh, trying to do these kind of give uh, another um, medium. You know, I write a lot of stories and, uh, the, you know, a lot of written stories and, and content in that regard. But I think it's kind of cool for fans to get to hear you guys and, and, and you know, you guys explain in your own words, kind of letting them know a little bit about yourselves. So, Let's kind of start with uh, how did your how did your senior season go? How did you feel it went for you individually and for you guys as a team? Uh, as a team, we didn't uh, do what we wanted to do. We had high expectations to repeat our championship season we had the year before. Um, but all in all, we kind of fought through all the adversity we were dealt with. Um, we had a freshman quarterback come in from Illinois, and he performed pretty really well. Um, he, we had to work through the growing pains with him at first. But as everything prolonged, the team started to come together. We finished off the season winning like four games in a row. Um, personally, for me, I, I had a pretty good season. I missed two games with a couple with a little injury. Um, but all in all, I had a pretty good season. I went came all first team all New England, um, had a lot of touchdowns. I was able to lead my team even when I was on the field or off the field. And just we had a five and three record, but it, it worked out for the best. And yeah. Um you play your your um the the league you guys play in the school you play out it's a little bit probably a little bit unique for people from Iowa or you know some other areas of the country it's a it's a prep school league right and and and, and just kind of explain a little bit kind of what what the league's like what the teams like what the schools are like uh schools so really like it's kind of like a lot of schools around like we play like really high academic schools that also infiltrate like sports and with it so, like, uh, you have, like, a really solid team, but they're, like, really, like, a lot of standout players. Like, many people probably know Tyson Pokonomages, where it was the Clemson quarterback backup right now. He mm-hmm. played at Avon Old Farms, as where Nico played as well. So, there's always, like, these standout players that, like, um, on each team and just have a really big name. But it's also, like, mixed with, like, a lot of, like, good role players who also came to the school to play the sport. Since, like, you, we heavily recruit, like, prep schools heavily recruit. So you can get a lot of pieces to work in jail to make like a big, uh, big leap and get a good team. Cause Taft actually the year before I came, they were like uh, I think three and five, and they mixed together like a really big um, recruiting class. Got to recruit people from all all sides of the world, 
like California, New Jersey, Connecticut, everywhere. And actually, we actually brought together a pretty good team. So the recruiting like brings a big part of it because you could take someone from anywhere. And that, that's what kind of gels like the whole entire like prep league, just because you can get someone from anywhere and make a really big team and leap and really it's like one year, really. Cool. Were, were you recruited? And what was that like? Yeah, I was recruited. I was at um, my, my, my hometown school. I went to Danbury High. Okay. I, I, I was there for three years, and I got recruited to Taft. And um, I did it just more because uh, my, my, my hometown team was struggling a lot. Uh, it was, like, really hard to get recruited from there. I had one scholarship. It was to Bryant, but it was um, for defensive back, and I didn't really want to play DB in college. And I was playing quarterback in my old school. And uh, I, just, I just felt like, personally, I want to be, like, a Division One college quarterback because we were in the triple option and everything like that. So Taft gave me an opportunity to um, jump to wide receiver, and I that was my first year receiver. And then I liked it. I took off with it, and that led me to getting some scholarships. Cool. Um, what's 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 everyday life like at Taft? Is it because you've got guys from that you didn't really grow up with? Is it almost the? I mean, you don't know. You can't. Re- Related to this because you haven't been in college, but does it seem to you almost like a college situation where you're bringing guys from different schools and different parts of the country and world, as you said? Yeah, it's def- it's definitely college situation. I think TAF is one of the most like diverse schools because we have like people from all different countries, all different parts of the states. It's like literally like, really diverse. So uh, I got to just mix with people I never like knew. People from like Turkey, people from Canada, like. I just got like, different bonds with people. So it definitely put me in a college environment because I had to adjust and like get out of my comfort zone and like realize there's other people around me and try to grow and become friends with other people because literally I had no, nobody like from my area like in that school. So I was walking to a brand new environment and just trying to look to make friends and just look to like fit in and do my part. So it definitely is like a college environment. And everyday life is just a lot of like schoolwork because we are one of the top academic schools. And just always sports. It's just it's pretty like school sports, school sports. But it's it's a pretty good lifestyle, and it definitely is going to prepare me for college. Was it was it difficult? I know your your dream was to to you know play major college football. Was it difficult though to 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 leave home and to leave the the, the friends you grew up with to to go somewhere that you really didn't know? Yeah, it, it really was difficult because um, it just it just was hard to like think to like leave my family back home leave my friends and just have to be like a new school all the time. Just trying to like, and I, cause I didn't know what I was going to get out of the school. I knew that I was going to go get some good academics out of it. I didn't know how big the football would be for me. So it was just like, it was a risk I took and uh, it turned out to be the, one of the best risks I took in my life. And it got me to get to go to Iowa, but it definitely was like really hard to just like pack everything up and say, yeah, I'm just going to go to some school that I visited one time and just stay there for two years. Um, and then moving on to, um, uh, I, you know, the recruiting process, when, when did things start to pick up for you in that regard? When you got to Taft, when did you start, you know, when did schools start to come in and notice you? Um, after my, after my junior season there, I had a pretty big year. I got, I had a lot of coaches like texting me through DMs and all that. Um, but everyone wanted to see me at camp, see me like run a couple forties and just see how athletic I actually was. And then I actually got invited to the opening, and that's kind of where everything took off. I like, recorded like the third highest score for all the receivers. I had, like all the receivers there, and like probably, I think it was the top five score out of like everyone there, something like that. So it was pretty like big jump for me there, and um, 
that kind of like got all the coaches just like finally like it, it put like the numbers to my film and it kind of gotcha. like a lot of people to like actually like think say like oh this kid's actually pretty good because like Connecticut's a hard place to get recruited from like we're not like a well-known football area so it's just like uh you gotta you gotta do like you have to go the extra mile to get like what you really want like it takes a lot of harder work and just putting everything together and so the opening really like did open up for me and gave me some numbers so I can send out the coaches and trying to be able to get the pop that I thought I deserved. And when did Iowa jump in there? And, and I, I, if I remember correctly, it's Ken O'Keefe recruits that area, correct? Is that the first contact you had with Iowa? Yeah. Uh, Coach O'Keefe came down during like, the track season last year, and uh, he was just talking to me, Skyler, Rooks, a couple of players. We were just talking, getting to know each other. And then um, – he told me that um, Coach Copeland would come down to see to see us and see me run routes and see if what he would like. But me and Coach Copeland started talking over the phone and stuff like that. And he was talking about how he's a straight straightforward kind of guy. Like he just want to come see me. If he likes me, he'll offer me a spot. It's not gonna be like a go back and think about it. So that's kind of like Coach Coach O'Keefe started it all, and Coach Copeland came like a couple of days after, really. And then that's when I got my Iowa offer. And you had again. I'm not. I don't have this up in front of me, but. Boston College, Syracuse, a bunch of other schools that were closer to home. Yeah. What was the process like of, you know, looking at schools and visiting schools and trying to figure out what was the best fit for you? Uh, it, was, it, was, it was a pretty difficult process. Like, I enjoyed the process 100% because you got to enjoy it because you work for it. So, but it was just every school, like, says they love you. Every school showed that, showed that they wanted you. It just, the process of, like, when I went to Iowa, it just felt different for me. It felt like those coaches and me connected better than any other coach. Um, and it just – all the schools I went to, like, every school I visited was really great school. I, I liked all the coaches and everything like that. But it just – it was just really different with Iowa. It just – I felt like me and the coaches connected much more than any other coach. Like, the, how genuine they were, how straight up they were. A lot of a lot of the other coaches promised me, like, oh, you'll be playing as a freshman, all that, all that. Iowa told me kind of, like, yeah, you have potential to play as a freshman, but you got to come here and you got to work for everything and nothing's ever going to get handed to you. And it, it was like that. Like, I'm like a straight up kind of guy. I don't like to like beat around the bush. I like 100% answers and everything like that. And Coach Copen, Coach Ferentz, Uncle Keith just gave me the answers that I wanted to like hear. And I didn't like, and it just kind of which made it, made me make my decision to Iowa. Where does that come from, Deontay? Because a lot of kids like to hear, hey, you can come in and you're going to play, you know, those guarantees that you're going to play as a freshman. What kind of, how, why are you wired to the point where, you know, a, a coach telling you, hey, you're going to have to come in and work for this. We're not giving you anything. Why, why does that ring true with you and why are you wired that way? Because uh, the, the way my family and I just grew up, uh, my mom always made me work for everything I got. I never got anything handed to me. Um, I always went and got everything I wanted. So I know, and I, I'm real, I'm a very realistic person. I know that no one's just going to hand you a starting job. They have recruited people the years before to come in there that could be better than you. So just, I just felt like there's no way I could just, I, there's a way that I can come in and start because I do think I'm talented enough to do that. But I just didn't think though, though, someone saying that would be very true. And I didn't want to be up, like false, false expectations because if I went to that school and I thought, hey, I was going to have this spot, and then I'm sitting behind someone that that puts your head in the kind of like like messing, messing with your head because you think you're supposed right. to go play that position and play that and start that year, and then that's not what you do. So then that kind of kills your confidence. Whereas I know I'm going to a situation in Iowa where Amir Amir might still be there, Brandon Smith will be there, Nico will be there, Tyron Chase will be there, 
and I know that I have to outbeat them or just work with them and gotta get a spot. I'm not looking to just come in and be like, hey, I'm starting receiver. And that's what they told me. Like, there's a lot of people in the depth, and I just want to learn from them and just get better as the years prolong. I'm not. I, I just. I'm really. I just like. Like I said, I'm just a really like straightforward, realistic guy, and I'm not trying to look towards anything else that's not realistic. Right. Right. Cool. Um. You you talked about you know Connecticut and and you know there not being uh, a large amount of guys that that have done what you're able to do and go to a, a high major school, a power five school. But Nico did. Did you know of him? before Iowa started recruiting you and, and um, you know, did you get to talk to him when you came out here on your visit? Did, did, did he, cause it, you, you're, there is a lot of unknown there. You're moving halfway across the country. You know, it, it, you talked about coaches telling you, and even if you connect, you just, you get, you want as much information as you can get about the place you could potentially be going. Yeah. So um, I didn't, I didn't know Nico personally, but um when I was going through the TAF film, because the year I came after, he left. He graduated. So um, I, I watched him through all the film, and I, I knew. I seen him on the film. I was like, wow, this kid's really good, really good. And I found out like, that actually was uh, Nico was actually in Iowa, going to Iowa, which was just like coincidence at that point. But I didn't know of him. And when I went down on my visit, me and talked for a little bit, he was talking about, like, yeah, like, it, was, it was a hard uh, move at first, but everything like went smooth, and he just how, like, how much he loved it there. And actually, my last visit, I was um I was on a plane like three different times with his parents. So huh. I, was, I was talking to his parents, and like his dad would come out like how Nico loves the place so much, and um and I was just like it, like he just fell in love with the place, and it's such a great place. They're talking about like how like on Thanksgiving the coaches like inviting him over to the house and stuff like that since he can't go back on home on Thanksgiving, and they just talking about how like the environment just like it's like a place where they truly care about you beyond football, and that's like that's what I really want to hear just because it's always. Football, like everyone said, not for long. So you guys just make it. <laughs> and that's that's kind of what I felt for in um in Iowa. And then also just talking with Amir because he's from New York, New Jersey. Yeah. So um, he said that he he just doesn't go home that often anyway, and he just loves in Iowa. So he was like, he doesn't feel a reason to go home because it, Iowa feels like home for him, and it just it just made me confident because I was like. He came from New Jersey, living in his own house, and went to um, Iowa. I'm already living away from my house, so I feel like the transition was already like I already experienced like feeling homesick or feeling want wanting to go home. So I felt like just me going there, I'll be able to like withstand it. I moved out from New Jersey in 1997 to Iowa City to to work in the newspaper business, and not to get into my history here, but I didn't know. I mean. I was I had a picture in my head of what Iowa was. I didn't know much about it. What was it like for you? I mean, did you know much about the state, the school, the football? What was your impression like when you first heard Iowa? Uh, when I when I first heard of Iowa, I was kind of like Iowa. Yeah, I don't see myself ever living in Iowa. I just thought like grass farmers, like nothing like where I live, like a city like environment. I didn't I didn't pick any of that. And then when I first landed there, like I'm looking out the window, I'm like, oh my god, like where are we at? <laughs> it's like it's like straight, like straight grass patches, dirt patches. I'm like, oh my god, where did I just come to? And then I get in the car and we're just driving, and I'm just looking at just grass, and it's like no cars on the road. I'm like, oh, what is going on here? <laughs> it, it was like it actually, I, I I pictured it to be like something like like more of a calm down, dull area because towards the middle of the I mean, USA and all that. 
but I didn't I didn't pitch it to be as like um as dry as it was, but that doesn't bother me. I, I I'm really chill. I'm really laid back, and I don't really care for like the big lights and all that anyway. So it definitely fits me to just kind of be like able to relax and be on a roll with not that many cars and stuff. And Iowa City is pretty cool. I mean, you, you know, it's kind of like you're talking about. I remember when I came in here for my job interview and I flew in the Cedar Rapids and I'm seeing this corn and I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> but then I got to Iowa City and I was on the Ped Mall and, you know, they took me out to eat and I'm walking around down. I'm going, yeah, this is pretty cool here. I mean, did you get that same vibe? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Exact I got. I went to the mall and everything. Last time I came down, I was like, oh, it's actually a really cool mall and everything. And uh, the vibe was that, yeah, when you get out of, like, the Iowa, Iowa look and get into Iowa City, that's when it's kind of like, like, that's why I tell all my friends, I'm like, yeah, bro, you're going to live in Iowa. I'm like, yeah, I'll do. when you think Iowa, it's, like, a different Iowa. I'm living in Iowa City where it's actually, like, kids around. There's like, a lot of buildings. There's a lot of things to do. It's not, it's not like, uh, it's it kind of like, Iowa City kind of reminds me, like, where I live in Danbury. There's, like, less people, I think, but it's just kind of like uh, the same environment, same type of like, city kind of look going on. So. What's, um. What are you going to study in college? Have you decided yet? Yeah, I want to be a dermatologist. Okay, I think you told me that. I think when I wrote the story about you, I think I remember. And and remind me and and, and the listeners kind of what uh, w- why why you're interested in that and kind of why you're moving toward you know into that field. Uh, my mom and like my sister, like I, my household is kind of like more like a medical field kind of thing. So I kind of just I fell in love with like looking at like the pimple popping videos and just like. I'm very like clean free kind of guy. I like having my face looking all nice and taking care of my body. <laughs> like that. So like uh, I I just like I feel like it suits me best. I know like I know a lot about having taken care of yourself, and I just I like really enjoy like all like those weird like creepy videos that people don't like. Like seeing how like just like <laughs> movies or stuff like that. I love watching those videos. So I was like, it's something I want to like doing. Like and if I didn't get to the NFL and think that it's definitely something I want want to keep pursuing. Did you get to, you know, I'm sure you did, but how much did you get to uh, kind of talk to, you know, academic people and, and people in that field when you were out here to kind of get an idea of what, you know, the program's like? I talked to them. We had, uh, my official visit, we were at a breakfast talking for a pretty long time, at least over an hour about all the stuff you have to go through, like the pre-med, the bio, all that stuff. Uh, we talked for a long time, and it's something I'm up for. So it, they told me it would be a lot of work. Cause that's a lot of work in the field, but um, it's definitely something I want uh, I'm interested in. And also, like uh, one of my close friends, his mom is like friends with someone who's like uh, very high in the medical field, and she knows a lot about all that stuff. But I actually was talking to her for a long time about it. And um, you so, still there? Yeah, I'm like uh, has like a really good friend who's like within the business of like all the medical things like that. So I did like went back home here. And I sat down and talked to her a lot about. Uh, dermatology, all the work I have to put into it. Um, she's talking about how I have to do Botox on the side, like a side job and all that stuff. So it, it, she definitely gave me a lot of knowledge about it. And I know it's going to be a lot of hard work to become a dermatologist because a doctor and all that. But um, I think I will, will put me in the best situation to actually become a dermatologist. Did you get a good feel for like that balance of what, it, you know, when you have a, um, an academic field that that's that is that demanding along with the demands of being a you know a power five football player do do you have like do you have a comfort level of being able to to marry those two together and be able to pull that off yeah i'm pretty confident myself to be able to pull it off i'm very determined kid uh i'm worth everything so i i don't i don't want anything handed to me and i know i'm going to be able to 
put those two together because I love both things. I love football, and I also like um, I know football ended. I want to be able to put myself in a good job. So being a dermatologist would make me be in a good job, make me make some money, and also doing what I love. So I'm, even if those, when those times get hard, I'm still gonna have to put those two things together and uh, fight through it, just because I know I gotta do this to just make sure, ensure a good life for myself. You talked about your your mom and your sister um, and connections to the medical field. What what do they do? How are they connected to the medical field? Uh, my sister, my sister's a nurse, and my mom's a uh, radiographer. See, my mom and sister both work in the hospital. Oh, okay, cool. So you kind of been around that that stuff your whole life. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, switching gears back to football a little bit here. Um, you mentioned the guys that are on the, already on the Iowa roster, and and I'm sure you watched them plenty this season. For people that have not seen you play, um, what's your game like? Is it is is it you know does to compare to any of the guys that are on the Iowa roster? Is it a mix of, of guys that are on the roster? What, what's your game like? Uh, I, I find myself more like a athletic athletic kind of receiver. Uh, I'm pretty fast, and uh, I'm, I'm pretty good at um, jump balls. So, like, uh, my, my, coach, my coach likes sending me deep on balls and um, just trying to, like, get me run by someone or can just put the ball up to me. Uh, and I, I rely mostly like on my hands. I'm, I'm a pretty good route runner, but I'm still working on that just because this is my, only my second year playing receiver. So I rely more on just being able to like create a little bit of separation and just uh, catch the ball and just kind of work with it and go on. I want to com- confirm myself too much to like, anyone on um, Iowa just because Amir is more of like, a speed man. He's just pretty fast. Uh, everyone, everyone has a different traits, but I see myself more as athletic receiver. Uh, we could do a lot of things, but I'm looking more just to um, define my route running and just get better that way. What's your current height and weight, and what do you kind of want to get to when you get to Iowa? I mean, do you have some goals just in terms of the time between now and the time you get on campus? Yeah, uh, I'm six foot, like 185 right now. I'm trying to, I'm trying to like uh, get a little more weight up, at least maybe 190. That's kind of what I want to get to. Just uh, I feel like one night is a good way for me. And uh, I think I will take the rest for me, whatever they want me to be when I get there. But I think six foot 190. Because uh, I was playing the season around like 185, right? What I am right now. And it felt good. So I think a little five or two pounds of like muscle and like building it through like lifting and everything would be pretty good for me. Um, are, are you, you said you're you're fast. Is is it forty time fast? Is it football fast? Is it a combination of both? How do, how do you kind of measure that? Uh, I think both. I'm pretty fast on the field, and we're, and I also ran at Boston College. I ran a four four six at Penn State. I ran a four four eight. So I have like I have good forty times down on paper, um, and on the field I think like my coach usually says to me like I play at a different speed than everyone else. So I think I. I uh, pretty football fast and just like knowing when to use my quickness in different like um, situations and different like setups and like different routes, different plays. Um, yeah. What does coach Copeland said to you in terms of what his vision is for you and, and what he sees in your future? When I, uh, we talked about it before, he said he's seeing you more as like a Nick Easley, just a little more athletic um, and trying to also like, Moved me from the slot and outside a lot because he loved the way I run like a deep ball, how I run my post, how I run my goals on the outside. But also because I am six foot 
they have to work me in a slot more just because of the height difference and everything like that. Them, uh, like I'm not as tall as Brandon Smith, which is really tall. I'm a little shorter than Amir. So it's like this difference of just moving me slot and out. And he said he just kind of just wanted to work me like Nick Easy, gives me a lot of catches, and um, just let me be an athlete and work in space. Yeah, he's been able to do – he was able to do that with Nick. And I think Tyrone's a guy that's, that's playing multiple spots too. So that gives the listeners and the Iowa fans a little idea that you they want to have you uh, be versatile, be able to play more than one spot. So that's good to hear. Um, uh, did you grow up playing other sports? Has football always been your thing or, or um, did it just kind of develop this way? Yeah, yeah, de- just developed this way. When, when I was younger, I was more uh... – baseball basketball kind of guy i didn't um i didn't took i didn't care too much for football I, I played like flag football um i didn't care to get into tackle football until i think i was like maybe fourth or fifth grade when i actually started playing tackle football and um and i even even then i didn't really love it it was just something i did because i was pretty good at it so i was just playing along with it and just going through it i really was good at uh basketball and baseball my dad always thought i was gonna be like a baseball player more than anything else because everyone thought I was pretty good at baseball here. But um, I think in my eighth grade year, that's when everything turned around. I became a like, – because I used to play running back and uh, when I was younger, all the way up to eighth grade year, and I turned into a quarterback. And um, that's when the Cam Newton thing was kind of out and everything like that. <laughs> it just made me feel like – I just felt good at playing quarterback. And that's when I actually fell in love with playing quarterback and, um, and playing football in general. But at first, it was like basketball everything for me. I was a big Kobe Bryant fan. Big Derrick Rose fan, and I just basketball was my thing. And do you play those sports now, or are you just strictly football? And, and if you've switched to just football, when did you stop playing the other sports? Uh, I actually I played basketball and I did track and um at my old school. I played basketball again at Taft last year, but I didn't play this year because me and my uh, head coach of football talked about it because he's also a basketball coach. He talked about it, he's like, yeah, if you rather just want to lift and just get ready for Iowa, we can do that. But so, like, I would play, I would, I did want to play basketball, but I was more preparing for the future and just trying to get ready to get to Iowa and try to play and everything, get my body ready. But I, so I stopped playing basketball this year. Baseball, um, I never wanted to actually stop playing baseball, but my freshman year, uh, I stopped playing baseball because I had, I got, I had got sick and everything like that. So I didn't, I wasn't able to actually go out to play, um, my freshman year. Gotcha. You miss basketball? Yeah, I miss basketball. Yeah, you go to the games still, or you just kind of—is that too hard to do? I, I've been to. I it, it seemed just started like last week, so I've been okay. to uh, one game, but I haven't. I haven't got to see it. I miss my my old school at Danbury High was much better at basketball. That that was like my fun years of basketball, kind of like because uh, I everybody I played with in my Danbury High team I've been playing basketball with since like literally like kindergarten. So we all worked up from kindergarten all the way up to high school. And it was just, it was like a fun time for us because we we played really well together since we were playing with each other forever, and we actually won a a basketball championship there first time in I think it was twenty six years. Wow, pretty crazy time. Yeah. Um, what, what's the uh, what's the vibe like with this group of of uh, guys that are going to sign here this week? Um, you know the the two thousand twenty Iowa class. What what's it like? What's what are you guys? Um, you know, how would you define this group? Oh, we're really close. We have a Snapchat group chat together and everything like that. So we're constantly talking, constantly like cracking jokes in the group chat and uh it's pretty it's pretty cool. We always like people always send like their little highlight clips or anything in there. Everyone's constantly gassing them up. 
Uh, I know you probably see on Twitter, we're always commenting on each other's like posts or always retweeting and liking each other's posts. So we're constantly showing each other love. Uh, I think it's really going to be a really good class. And um, we're going to do a lot of good things when we get to Iowa. Um, anybody in particular in the group that you've connected with? Basically, I, I'm 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 pretty cool with everybody. Uh, constantly, we're just constantly using the group chat. I'm kind of just like saying a couple a few things in the group chat. But uh, I'm pretty I'm good with Deuce Hogan, of course. That's my quarterback, so I gotta be good with him. Uh, <laughs> Reggie, I talk to Isaiah a lot, so it's pretty. It's I'm pretty close with them. Quavon also, me and him actually like we always like comment on each other's like Snapchat or something like we post something funny or something like that. We always comment on each other's Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> Um, do you know who you're going to room room with yet? Do you have an idea of that? Uh, no, I don't, I don't have, I'm not sure right now. I didn't, I haven't looked into any of that. I'm thinking about any of that yet. Uh, what will Wednesday be like for you? Uh, I'm just going to have my family around me because, uh, my school is out right now. So I, I'm not doing any sign day at school. So I'm just gonna have my family with me, take a couple pictures, and um, just enjoy the process, enjoy the moment, and just uh, get ready to let everyone know I'm signing, and kind of like not make my goodbyes because I'm still here for a couple months, but let everyone know like it's coming quicker than like they really think. So it's gonna be a pretty like chill environment though, pizza, cupcakes, cake, whatever we get, and just having like a nice family moment. Have you? you thought about it at all just kind of you know all the work you've put in and it's kind of a big step that you're going to be signing with the school now it's kind of you're, you're taking a big step into your future yeah I, I think about it all the time I'm constantly thinking about it just like uh where I was and where I'm going it's just it's a really big leap because like these are always kids dreams to become and go somewhere like uh big like Iowa so it's like it's, a, it's really a dream come true I've always thought I was able to do this and just now knowing that like on Wednesday I'm putting pen to paper and like this is actually like that this is like a reality now it's not even a dream it's like um you work for stuff like this so it just feels extra good when like you know you just got you just got it from you got it from the mud as people were saying just came up with it uh it just feels good to actually know that I make my family proud and it's an all in all I made myself proud just because I've been through a lot of things, and now everything is clicking, and uh, I'm going. I'm hoping to be successful in Iowa. I end these things with trying to let, um, trying to uh, allow the um, the fans and the listeners to kind of know you a little bit better and know your likes and interests. Um, so we'll hit on a few of these things. Um, what type of music do you listen to? Uh, I listen to strictly kind of like hip-hop rap music trap music kind of thing you have a favorite artist or uh, a, a, a few yeah i'm i'm like a little baby fan a boogie fan little uzi fan gotcha yeah nba young boy kind of like that kind of music how about movies what's the last movie you saw do you like a certain type of movie uh, I kind of like I like sport movies, but I also like that that uh, dramatic kind of like uh, put it in sense of, it's like kind of like a movie where like someone's like a drug dealer going on, some kind of stuff like that. I like kind of like that like that deep like hood like kind of uh, movie. Uh-huh. But, uh, my movie that I watched was I actually me and my uh, girlfriend were watching watched like three Santa Claus movies in a row. The um, 
the Santa Claus, then Santa Claus two and Santa Claus three. <laughs> it's that time of year, man. And yeah, you know, you gotta you gotta be in the spirit. I get that. <laughs> <laughs> um, how about TV? Do you watch? Mo- I, I know you're probably pretty pretty busy. There are there any TV shows that uh, are must watch for you? Uh, I watched the the little series All American. Um, uh, I don't. I'm not too big on TV. I, I just watch ESPN when I catch up. It's pretty hard to watch TV at uh, my school because it's not actually cable. So it's whatever you like have like on your like on your gotcha. laptop. I have like Disney Plus or Netflix or something like that. So it's not like I don't really watch like live TV. But I watch some like Family Guy here and there and stuff like that. <laughs> All American is that the show on Netflix? Is that is that uh, is that high school football related? I'm trying yeah, to think. The All American is um, it's uh about the kid who lived in Crenshaw and then moved to Beverly Hills. It's a it's a true story. Ah. I moved to Beverly Hills and how he like became like a top player in the, in the nation with All American, committed to Florida. Uh, it's about his story about how he did all that and everything it's it's a two-part series they had the first series on netflix now the second series i think is on cnn and they just like air like the shows a couple times and then they're gonna put like and all the shows come out they put it back on netflix and everything gotcha yeah i've seen that before i'll have to check that out yeah it's pretty good it's a pretty good show what um what else do you do to to kind of unwind or, or relax? What what other things do you do away from I guess the field or you know academics to kind of just chill? Uh, I like to just hang out with my friends a lot. Or I'm I play a lot of Madden. I like playing with Lamar Jackson. Uh, uh, or I, I go get some many petties with my girlfriend sometimes stuff like that. It's, I'm pretty chill guy and everything. I don't do too much. Cool. So what's, um, what's kind of, we'll wrap up with kind of what's your plan between, uh, where we are now and obviously you're out of school to when you get here, you're, you're coming in June, right? You're not an early enroll guy. Yeah, I'm coming in June. So what, what's kind of your, do you have a, a plan here for the next, whatever that is, six months? Um, strictly I'm just working out. I'm just getting ready to get to Iowa. Um, I'm just going to be at school. When I get my workout plan from Iowa, I'm going to constantly be on that. Um, and just finish off my school year because I think I literally think like it's a week off of break and I'm right into Iowa. So I got to make sure I'm just tip top because I don't got no time to work out over the summer. So I'm just preparing myself for the actual when I get there into Iowa in June. Is the goal for you to play right away? Uh, we talked about the depth on, you know, all the receivers are back. Is the depth, is the goal for you to play right away? Or is it just kind of let, let get here, let it, let's see where it goes, pl- let it play out? Uh, no, nah, I, I want, I want to be able to get some playing time my freshman year. I want to uh, work into some type of role. I think, um, I think I have the ability to walk into it and try to um, work for a spot and get a spot. Uh, I feel like, I could be used some type of way on the field just because I'm very versatile. So I'm, I'm definitely looking to get there and get in, into the game. Are you kind of a jet sweep guy, a guy, you know, other ways to get the ball in your hands other than down the field? Yeah, uh, my coach used me this year as kind of like I was in the wildcat formation, uh, jet, jet sweeps, kick return, punt return. So I, I get the ball every tip, different way. Also a couple of handoffs just from the backfield. However, however uh, I can get the ball and get the ball and I can do something with it. 
That sounds like something that will excite the Iowa fans and <laughs> something that uh, this this offense needs some more pieces. And uh, it sounds like Deontay Vines is going to be a nice piece in addition to this. And uh, I'd like to thank him for joining me on the Prospect Podcast here at Hawkeye Nation. Deontay, thank you so much for being here, man. And, and we wish you the best before you get here. And uh, we look forward to getting to know you when you get out here. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me.